I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, happy Friday. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. We need to cash out of your home in a simple way to get it. Rocket can. He is the sage of side bets. I can't do the alliteration well enough to tell you. I'm just going to say that on the line is the host who makes me money every week of You Better You Bet. He's Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Extraordinaire Nick Costos. Remember, Insider Calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more of Nick's analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. Although the algorithm should be better. It should just you should type in Genius Gambler and it should come up. You called the commanders on the money line and, and Costos, we had a chance, we, we, at that amazing what three team parlay before Detroit kind of wet the bed a little bit. So I, I, I salute you and I welcome you back onto the show, buddy. Great to be on the show. Thanks to it was funny, right? Jamal Williams in that first episode of Hard Knocks talking about, man, I hate to lose. Could have fooled me tumbling the ball into, into the end zone from the one-yard line with the Lions <laughs> going to take the lead in the fourth quarter. But great to be on with you. Happy Football Friday. And I don't know if that's in response, like the new open of the show. It's like Kanye's recent insanity. Heart of the City, infinitely better song. Great song. It is. The open is better yeah. now, by the way. Yeah, so I'm a huge, I'm a huge Kanye fan, or was. I don't, you know, artist versus Now, Kanye the did art. produce that beat, though. So I just want to I know. He produced Heart of the City. He did, yeah. I mean, like the guy, like he's a musical genius, and it's such a better song. We're kind of playing with it. We got to figure out what music we want to, and the close of the show too. But yeah, dude. Like, and by the way, Kanye, you know, and I'm not making light of this. What he did was was reprehensible. Is reprehensible. The guy showed up a mile from my house at at uh, Skechers headquarters the other. Did you see this? Tried to barge in. I mean, talk about a free fall. Yeah, he's 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 nuts. But like that, I'm just just one man's opinion. I think the open, as the kids would say, slaps. I think it's awesome now with Heart of the City. I love you do. it. For whatever okay. that is. It might be worth nothing. But I'm listening to it while I'm on hold, and I'm like, this is awesome. I really liked it for whatever that's worth. All right. it's You know what? It me it means a lot. Let's all right, Nick, because we've been chopping. I almost didn't play it today. I'm like, maybe I'll do a different one. Bunch of terribly dumb options. My wife, God bless her, sent me fifty songs. Like, and, and Nick, you're not married yet, right? You're not married yet. You uh, can't not really. Yet, yeah, next step. Right, can't, can't tell your wife stop, leave me alone. But then you do, and then you see the Giselle Tom Brady news, and you think maybe I should just slow my roll. And then it's a whole marriage thing. Understood. Yeah. A lot going on. Um. What is, I mean, I want to get in the lines, but what do you what do you make? And obviously, I'm sure you saw the breaking news that Giselle has filed for for, for divorce. What do you make of of Tom Brady and the Bucks' hopes and chances this year after that loss last night? 
Yeah, I it's well like this for the family. That's sad, you know. Like I, I know sad. that they've got people will say like, oh well, they've got a lot of money. Like you can have all the money in the world, and it's not going to insulate you from heartache and heartbreak and like being sad and like feelings like that. So that's sad. They've got kids. You have a family. So like that that part of it obviously sucks. And uh, the Bucks suck right now uh, to spin it to football. Um, they can obviously turn it around. I think the silver lining for Tampa is if you're in a better division, this team might be sunk. The division is like. I mean, like, maybe the worst in the history of football. We'll see if Tampa's able to, like, pull out of the tailspin that they're in. But, I mean, Atlanta might be in first place by the end of the weekend. Probably their favorite against Carolina. You have P.J. Walker and the Panthers who are, like, trying actively to tank here. And the Saints who are, like, actively choosing to start Andy Dalton over Jameis Winston. All of these teams are bad. So, I mean, like, let's say Atlanta beats Carolina this weekend. And we can talk about that game if you want. Atlanta will, like, wake up on Monday morning first place in the division. But is there anyone that still doesn't think that Tampa's going to win the division and go to the playoffs and host a home playoff game by virtue of winning the division? So, I still think Tampa's going to the postseason. I think there are a couple things that they can fix here. I think most notably is, is on offense. You know, the offensive play calling is brutal. You can't run the football. So it's not like let's let's keep running the football here with Leonard Fournette, who's ineffective. Either give the rookie Rashad White, who's got juice, either give him more carries or just throw it on every down and let Tom Brady kind of cook and do his thing. I think that's like the easiest answer here. And also, like Todd Bowles, though, a great defensive coordinator. I don't know. I live in New York. I watched him as the head coach of the Jets for four years. I think he's a brutal head coach. Maybe motivate his defensive players, right, who look like they don't give a damn half the time. Also, last night, though, they're missing basically their entire starting secondary. So I do think that better times are ahead for Tampa. At some point, like, Bowles and Leftwich have got to realize, like, we can't keep doing this first and ten, one-yard run to Leonard Fournette. Just spread it out and let Tom Brady throw the football. I think that'll be good enough to at least get them into the postseason. Nick Casso's here on the show. So, Nick, I'm really interested in your view on Packers-Bills because you texted me last week as the Packers went down again that you thought maybe the number could get to a place where it could be interesting. And, and it's kind of all over the place, but you can get basically Packers are dogs in Buffalo anywhere from 10 and a half. 11, 11 and a half. There's actually there's some there's some difference depending on where where you're putting your money down. But that's the general range. Are you? Should we? Should I be tempted to believe at least as it relates to covering that massive spread in the Green Bay Packers this week? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And like it sucks to do that. It's like you know we're trying to catch a falling knife here. It's like where's the bottom for Green Bay? I think this has to be it in terms of like a rating with the point spread here. So like just like a, a conversation about the spread, because I think like you will hear a lot of people say this week, well, you know, it, you have to bet the Packers because Aaron Rodgers has never been this big of an underdog before. Like he deserves to be this big of an underdog. Like the Bills should be huge favorites in this game. Just remember, Buffalo closed on the road at Kansas City a couple weeks ago, a three-point road favorite at Arrowhead at the second best team in the league. Like if you want to give Kansas City two, two and a half points for home field in that game, the implication is that Buffalo is almost six points better than the second best team in football on a neutral. And Green Bay is like uh, riding a losing streak to bad teams here. So, of course, this number is going to be massive. So the number makes sense. I happen to think it's a little too much. So I think I texted you, Bill, on Sunday. My point spread in this game is Buffalo 9.5, and and we're over 10 right now. I have to bet the Packers here. And I think people will point to, well, Alan Lazard's not going to play. Some of the skill position players are banged up. Just keep in mind here. And, like, I'm going to make, make a good case for Green Bay. Buffalo could pulverize them in the game. Like, that's in the range of outcomes here, right, for Buffalo to win 40-3. to three. That could happen. But I think, like, the Rodgers back against the wall spot. We saw it, remember, last year in Arizona on Thursday night. Devontae Adams test positive for COVID, doesn't play in the game. The line moves three points. The Packers win with, like, me, you, and, and, and Tom at, at wide receiver in that game. They won that game on the road at Arizona. Now, better competition here, but Rodgers is telling anyone with ears that will listen, like, 
The players that are screwing up on offense need to be benched. Let's get other guys in there. I think the more guys that hit the bench right now, the better. Get guys in there that will run the right routes and earn the trust of Aaron Rodgers. So I, I think Green Bay comes out, back against the wall, huge spot for them, and I think they at least give you an effort here. For I'll bet Green Bay to fall inside the number. they got to have mercy on our souls, Bill. And I'll just throw one thing out there for fantasy and for prop betting. If, if Christian Watson is active in this game, the second-round pick, the wide receiver, the Packers took at the top of the second round. If he's active, they need him. Like Romeo Dobbs runs the wrong routes. Alan Lazard's not playing. Randall Cobb's on IR. So we need Watson to play in the game. He's got a hamstring injury. If he plays, I think this could potentially be a big spot for Watson, who fell out of favor with Rodgers when he dropped a 75-yard touchdown on literally the first play of the season against the Vikings. Just something to keep in mind on Sunday night. Uh, Nick Costos here on the show. Costos, you made D-Cell's day when you included him. He, like, raised his arms and cheered. But you also kind of screwed him over because you reminded me of something I wanted to bring up with you. I just want your – this isn't even a sports topic. D-Cell has admitted on the air that when he's in the streets of New York and someone stops him, it could be a little old lady and ask for directions. It could be three doors down. D-Cell won't give the directions. He just, like, keeps walking. And then I found out yesterday that if D-Cell – because I did this. If, if, you, if you text D-Cell, if you're trying to text – me, right? We're going to get a beer. And you actually text Tom like, hey, hey, man, uh, I know I'm supposed to meet you at 1, but I'm not going to be there till 2. He will not respond. He'll ignore the text. Am I missing something on the social code? Or are you required when you get a text and you know the person texted you incorrectly, you have to write back, was this for me? Okay, so I think the two, it's two different questions. He's obviously like wrong on the second part. This is like a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode or a Seinfeld episode. Like you got, especially if it's like a friend of yours. Yeah, Tom, that's a bad job by you. But the first thing, I guess if it's like a little old lady asking for directions, I'll give them. You but won't give wrong, directions? It has nothing to do with like not wanting to give directions or help people. It's that here's kind of like my attitude as a New Yorker, just like in wow. general in life. I just think that like when you have interactions with people you don't know, especially in like the land of insane people, New York said, I'm from New York. When you have interactions with people, you open Pandora's box. And maybe in Pandora's box, 99.9% of interactions are really are really fun and peaceful. But like, what if this is a crazy person who's like setting it up to like, like who, who knows? My philosophy is I keep Pandora's box shut. I have no, wow. I have no desire to have interaction with people I don't know. I, last year, my fiance and I were walking around, like walking like in around in our neighborhood, and some guy like shouts us, "Hey, like have have a great day." And we're like, "Hey, you, you too." And he was like, "So, uh, he asked us like a question about politics or something." He's like, "So, what do you think about this in politics?" And I said, "Not really interested in having this conversation. Have a good day." And walked past him. My fiance goes, "Wow, that was really rude." I go, "Rude." I go, "That guy's an idiot. I don't want to talk. I don't know who this guy is." Like, I could say something, and then, like, he could get Dude, mad. that's not the same thing as, hey, man, do you know where Star- the Starbucks is? I- I'm looking for my, ki- for my, I'm meeting my daughter. No, you know what? It's it's the same thing because no, it's, it's interactions with people you don't know. And people are not, <sighs> wow. and I don't want to deal. So I will back Tom up on the first part. The second one, I think he's obviously wrong. I'm just going to close it here. I'm just going to leave it. We don't have to argue. I have learned that if you're on the same side as D-Cell, you're probably on the wrong side. That's, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave it. All right, let's move on. You guys are hilarious. Um, Niners Rams is an interesting game. Are you? Do you feel strongly one way or another on the total or, or the game itself, Mister Costos? Give me, um, give me directions it, on this game, please. Yeah, if San Francisco is going to be at full strength in this game, um, I, I think that there's a strong case to be made to like in the San Francisco 49ers. I think the problem is. Like, we've got some, as, as per usual here, Niners on the injury report, most notably Debo Samuel. 
So Debo has not practiced each of the last two days with his hamstring injury. Now, if Debo plays in the game, and this is somewhat mitigated by Christian McCaffrey's arrival in San Francisco, so Debo plays in the game, uh, I would like San Francisco in the game. I probably would never bet the Rams. Here's my problem, though, Bill. Like, I think the point spread is just right. Like, San Francisco probably shouldn't be a three-point favorite on the road at the Rams. And by the way, this is one of those spots where, like we talk about in Los Angeles, where the road team should have home field advantage. There will absolutely be more Niners fans at the game than Rams fans, 100%. We saw that play out in Week 18 and in the NFC Championship game last season. So I think San Francisco should be favored. I don't think it should be three. I think the number is right. So this is not like, hey, I think I have a number edge. But just in terms of, like, football, watching the games, I mean, San Francisco should absolutely smash them. The Niners are better, and except for the NFC Championship game, which was the biggest one, Shanahan definitely does have Sean McVay's number. Nick Costa's on the show. I'm just trying to look at the – you must bring out the crazies because I've never had anyone on the streets ask me about politics, and I'm trying to remember when you and I got a beer and we were watching football and I was in New York City last year, I think, maybe maybe a year ago. Some, Some random guy wouldn't leave you alone. Well, well, no, the problem with that was that you kept talking to the guy and, like, entertaining his insanity, where if it were me, I would have been like, excuse me, like, I'm sorry, sir, but I'm, like, not interested in this conversation. Oh, I, you should have given me the signal. I can go full rude. I don't – that's the, the signal? Bill, the guy was nuts. You need a signal for me to tell you to stop talking to <laughs> a crazy person? He was leaning across – that's not my memory, Costos. My memory is he was leaning across me, really interested in talking to you. I, I, I knew immediately this is not a person I ever want to have a conversation with. He could walk outside and get hit by a bus, and I would, I, I would just go about my day. <laughs> He may have. He was not in a well, – we, le- we left. We left because of that guy. Yeah, we had to leave the bar. Screw that guy, man. Like, the world probably better off without that guy. Screw him. Nick <laughs> on the show. All right, give me – Um, I don't care what it is. Let's close here. Give me your best bet. Give me a parlay. Just give me something that you either really like or really fun. All right, so, uh, yeah, and numbers that are currently available because a lot of stuff has moved, obviously, over the course of the week. I think the best bet – cur- well, there are a couple that are currently available. Uh, the Cardinals are three and a half point road underdogs in Minnesota. Uh, I think Arizona is going to just going to win, but you can take plus three and a half if you want. Also, um, Minnesota is five and one and like very likely to win the division. Beat Green Bay head to head in week one. But I think this is a pretty fraudulent team. Metrics would indicate that. I'm not saying like they're bad. I just don't think they're as good as their record indicates. And Arizona is on the ascent. The defense is playing better. DeAndre Hopkins is back on offense. That's a big deal, obviously, here. And Minnesota's coming off its bye, and Minnesota does have a great home field, but somewhat mitigated by the fact that Arizona, remember, is coming off like a mini-bye, having played last Thursday against the New Orleans Saints. So Arizona plus three and a half. I also think the Cardinals are just going to win the game. So Cardinals' money line, very much also in play. But you go to the Jets and the Patriots here. Um, I think the Patriots are making the right move starting Mac Jones. I think he is their best quarterback. That being said, I think the line has now reached a point where I strongly disagree with it. Um, New England is a three-point favorite. Most places you're looking, including you better you bet show sponsor bet MGM. I think New England should be favored in the game. It's like San Francisco, right? Like San Francisco should be favored by less than three. They're minus one and a half. Fine. New England should be like minus one in the game, and they're minus three. And I just strongly disagree with that. And I think that the best unit on the field of the four is the Jets' defense. I'll take the Jets, but it has to be plus three. Jets plus three on Sunday against New England. Uh, what else we got here? Let's see. We gave you the Packers. Honestly, like, I think those are the best ones of numbers that are currently available. I can try and scrounge up, like, a money line. No, I love it. You. You want I mean, if you want to. Line? Yeah, it gives okay. me, because I'm writing all this all right. down, and I'm, I'm, I'm riding with you, buddy. All right. Uh, so Sam Ellinger and the Colts are three-point home favorites against Washington. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Like, do we, do we know for sure that that's right? <laughs> I don't. I mean, look, this is one of those games where – 
there's a lot of outcomes possible. Like maybe the Colts defense picks off Heineke four times in the game and like Ellinger doesn't have to do much and the Colts win by 17. Or maybe Sam Ellinger's horrendous and throws like four interceptions and Washington just wins the game. If, if we have a game like this where there's volatility associated with it, what do we want to do? Let's just play the underdog to win the game outright and get the plus money price. So let's play Washington as leg one of our money line underdog parlay. Let's also put in the money line underdog parlay the Arizona Cardinals, who are currently at plus 155. And we can actually, how about this? This You'll love this. And you're on the West Coast, right, Bill? You're in Los I Angeles am. right now? I'm in L.A., okay. yeah. You, you, my friend, are going to get to wake up on Sunday morning at 6.30 a.m. local time. <laughs> and watch the Denver Broncos and the Jacksonville Jaguars in London. Now, there's, we run the risk of this going, like, terribly wrong here because it's betting on Russell Wilson with kind of like coming off the hamstring injury. Uh, I make the Broncos, if Russell is the quarterback, which he's going to be, I make Denver a favorite in the game. And they're currently plus two and a half. Let's add the Denver Broncos to the money line parlay. So the three-team underdog money line parlay this week will be the Denver Broncos, the Arizona Cardinals, and the Washington Commanders for your betting pleasure. I, I, I'm literally opening up what I have to to get that bet in, and I'm going to do it in a couple moments. Mr. Costos, uh, dude, I love having you on the show. This is so much fun. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you for the insight. Thank you for the time. I'm sorry that I talk to the crazy person. I won't do it next time we go out. Yeah, listen, man, this is what you learn when you come here and you have to deal with crazy people in New York. There ain't no love in the heart of the city. Great oh, to be wow. You, buddy. Yeah, you can sing. Good, yeah, yeah well, it was not, good. Not, not, not well. Wishing you guys minimal sweats winning bets. The absolute very best of luck. And Tom, answer text, you you fool. <laughs> oh, that was the host of You Better You Bet and the Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Nick Costos. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. You fool. <laughs> he may have called me a fool, but you know what? He agreed with me on one thing, so my wrong. day my day is made. Dude, that guy sat next to me for two hours, and I ignored him. And then Costo showed up, and it was all talky-talky. He can remember it however he wants to. You don't, have, you don't have to give people directions out on the street. That's all I heard. That's it's all terrible. I heard. It's a terrible. I love, I love his money line. Commanders, cards, Broncos, money line. Let's go. And the odds. And, oh, actually, I will be up for that game because I have to go on a on a uh, charity walk this weekend. But I'll be at a charity walk. I can monitor the game. All right. Uh, buy or sell is coming up. But don't ask uh, Diesel for directions on how to get there. He won't tell you. A directionless buy or sell. No directions to buy or sell next year on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. By the way, Detail, uh, the guy that I went out with yesterday is a uh, program director, radio program directory guy, buddy of mine. Styles himself. I think he is an expert on radio. We talk shop a lot. And I told him that I nicknamed you Pretty Daddy. And he asked, well, Pretty Daddy? Why? And I told him the source of it. After a while, Crocodile, he loves it. He loves it. He didn't love it at first, though, until he knew the context. He said, well, I don't understand. Why Pretty Daddy? I'm like, well, you know, there's a song and Pretty Daddy in the lyrics. Or maybe it's called Pretty Daddy. I can't remember. He loves it. Uh, Tom Brady has put out a statement about his divorce that reads in part, in recent days, my wife and I finalized our divorce from one another after 13 years of marriage. We arrived at this decision amicably and with gratitude for the time we spent together. It goes on, he says, eventually, and we kindly ask for privacy and respect as we navigate what is to come in the days and weeks ahead. Thank you. So it's official. They are getting divorced. That is a bummer. That is sad for them. It certainly is an eyebrow raiser to me that someone saw the need to leak yesterday the news that there was an ultimatum that if he didn't give up football, she would leave him, given the fact for there to be an agreed-upon divorce that's filed today. He's not going to contest. They must have known this would happen yesterday, which seems punitive from someone in her party. But be that as it may, that is, uh, that is where we are. Tom Brady is getting divorced from Giselle. I've also, in happier news, put in the bet already. It's in... Arizona Cardinals money line, Denver Broncos money line, the game's in London against the Jags, Washington Commanders money line at Colts. You're getting, we're basically getting almost 12 to 1. Let's go. Time for Buy Yourself. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. 
Let me ask you guys a question real quick. Buy or sell this is obnoxious, or it's funny. I didn't do it last night, but I tend to with my buddy. Every time we go out, we, we, we split the check, and every time I wait until he does the tip, and I tip like $3 more. Buy or sell, that's funny. Buy. It's funny, but it might lead to words if I was the other person. <laughs> it may, I've, I'll go back. I'll go back and do it. Like I just find, And then I'll send him a photo. Yeah, see, I actually think this happened to me in the reverse last weekend, and I didn't know what to do with it after the fact. Because it's such a weird thing to bring up. Was it with a family member? No, there was two families. We went out to dinner, and we split, we split the check, and... The other dad at the other family, they bought a bottle of wine that that they and then he ha, he asked the the waiter to put the wine on a separate bill and he paid for the wine. Nice gesture. But then my wife filled out our half of the bill and like handed him back our little book and then he had the, all the books in front of him and it, it felt like he was doing the math. I don't know, so I, it felt like he thought either our tip was like insufficient. Or he needed, I, I don't know. He or, looked at the tip in front or, of you? Or, or I'm making it all up. I don't, but it just, it was a weird scenario that only I noticed. And I'm very good at making things out of nothing. Did you Did you ask your wife about it? I have not brought it up with the tour yet, no. I'm doing it first on the radio. You can't ask. You can't. I think it's obnoxious when, when servers pick up, when waiters and waitresses pick up the bill and look at it before No, 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 no. Not the waiter. The other guy, the guy that we were splitting the bill with, he had all three of the books in front of him, which would be even more obnoxious. And I could, oh, and I couldn't, awkward. I can't, I cannot confirm that he made any judgment on ours. But he was like looking over everything for a long time and like deciding what to do. So I don't know. I could be completely nothing. But Here, instead of asking my wife what she thought, I'm asking you two guys. Here's my on move. the radio. Obnoxious by that guy. Here's my move. I do the little tip thing. And then I turn it upside down and put my pen over it. Because I tend to tip pretty well because I've been a, I've, I've done that job and my brother's done that job. And so I just, I don't want people to feel obligated to match that tip except for a couple buddies who's, you know, I like to bust their chops. So then I wait till they're done. And as we're leaving, I show it. I'm like, man, let's Because I'm, I'm usually going like 25% or 30. I tend to go yeah. wait. Yeah. Because that's my thing too. Like I want to be not the best but i want to be a good tipper yeah so like i don't want to be short or over you know or overshadowed by somebody so like that's a very very touchy topic for me in general diesel are you a 15 percent tipper uh i don't tend to go out too much but uh <laughs> <laughs> but what i do yeah i'm in the probably the 15 to 20 percent range i see for me 15 percent now is is if someone's terrible like it's the new zero for me Right, you can't not tip them. How many instances have you gone zero? I think three in my life, in my adult life that I can that I can recall. That seems like a fair number. Not 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 many. Yeah, I've had more problems with the restaurant, not the specific waiter or waitress. Right. So like then what? Then you know you can't punish them because it's not their fault. I almost went zero in Tahoe uh, two times ago. Do you guys want? I know we're sort of going out. I went in with. There's no clock. We always go with my son, and the waitress literally yelled at me about, just wait! I'm like, I am waiting. I'm just standing here. And then when she showed us our table, she was super rude. And my son goes, Why is she mad at you, daddy? And it was so bad. I was like, You know what? 
I'm going to call the manager over. I'm going to complain. And so I have my dinner, and I was so pissed. She, I can't, I won't give the, she's, I don't know why. She's just the lady that said it's not even the, wa- the waiter. And then she came over at the end of the dinner with her sh- voice shaking. She's like, I want to apologize. The way I treated you is so unacceptable. I have no excuse. In front of my family. My wife's like, what happened? I'm like, I don't. And, I, and then I felt, I'm like, it's, you know, it's okay. She's like, it's not okay. And she almost started crying. She's like, I, I shouldn't have spoken to you that way. I'm sorry. So, like, it's a reminder. You just never know what people are going through, you right. know? Good talk. Good yeah, story. Segue off of that, D-Cell. Nope. D-Cell. Gonna, where's your – give me a transition. Going to jump into the NFL here. Big time injury news. Wait, wait, why are you going to jump into it? Is it a pond? Is it by water? Yeah, body of water. Jump right into the NFL pond. There's a there's a New York Times Magazine writer. I won't say his name, but he used to follow me on Twitter. He unfollowed me he, that I met and we became buddies. And I used to be like, on you know, th- hey, you know, Andrew Bogus jumps on next. And he would tweet me publicly, how can you jump on? Is he jumping on your table? Okay, that's, that's my story. So now you have to jump into the studio. Is this, is this an injury question? Uh, I'm getting there. So yeah. you like, tip your doctors. That would be your segue. Come on. No? All right, I'm going to ignore that, that one. Yeah. Big time injury news for the Cincinnati Bengals. Stud wide receiver Jamar Chase is set to miss the next four to six weeks with a hip injury. In seven games this season, Chase has 47 catches, 605 receiving yards, and oh, by the way, six touchdowns. Buy or sell the four and three Bengals staying afloat without Jamar Chase. I mean, I think they're going to be, you know, the offense will be marred a little bit by uh, Jamar a little bit by what's going on. Sell. No. I knew you were going for something. I was waiting for it. I can't give you that one. You didn't sell it well enough. I wasn't confident. No. Wasn't. And that, that did it in. Yeah. Yeah. I need to really. If I'm going to do it. I got to go after it. I got to chase it. Um, that was buy. Yeah, more confidence. Yeah. That's how you say it. What was the question? Buy or sell the four and three Bengals staying afloat without Jamar Chase. I'll buy. And I actually think this has been one of the under talk about stories by me, maybe others. They started 0-2. We kind of wrote them off. If you look at them over you know, that stretch since then, they, they're one of the better teams in football. They've looked really impressive. Yeah, I think, I think they're going to keep winning. We had another trade in the NFL yesterday. This time, the New York Giants Bogus' team sent wide receiver Kadarius Toney, who has all of two catches this season for New York, to the Kansas City Chiefs in exchange for a conditional 2023 third-round pick and a sixth-round pick. While Tony's production has been minimal with the Giants, he was a 2021 first-round draft pick out of Florida. Buy or sell that Kansas City is the best landing spot for Kadarius Tony. I mean, it's the buy. It's the best landing spot for any receiver, I think, in football. Can you give me a scouting report, Bogus? Because I haven't thought of this guy since he got drafted, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to be uh, objective here because a lot of people think that he's not as hurt as he seems to be and expect him to just kind of be healthy the second he shows up in KC and then goes back to being awesome. Uh, the bottom line is the building blocks of a really, really, really good player are there. So... Whether he's just injury prone, whether there's other kind of, you know, character issues at play here. If everything aligns, he can be like Tyreek Hill for them. Not the exact same player, but he gives them so many options for creativity. He can run it. He can catch it. He's thrown the football for the Giants. He's a special talent, but he's got to be on the field and he's missed half the games of his career so far. I wonder if he can get some Wolverine blood from 
from Russ. Uh, Russ is playing this weekend, so apparently it works now. Russ is doing his uh, exercises on the airplane. What a goofball that guy yeah. is. Yeah. He's just too much. He's too. Why do we need to know that you're... My biggest problem with that wasn't even that he was doing exercises on the airplane. It's that he pointed out that his teammates were sleeping while he was doing his exercises. Like, why do you need to make it all about you? Why or sell it's possible Russell Wilson is just the dorkiest all-time great athlete of ever? And he's just he's just not good at connecting because he's just a goofball. Bye. I'm not like not arrogance, not wet, not just he's a goofball. Yeah, and like I don't understand why a beautiful, successful, talented woman thinks he's cool. Well, I don't know his contract. I can't remember what he's earning, but I've got, I'm guessing, around 500 million reasons I could give him. Yeah, but but she has access to a lot of people that make that same exact money that probably are less goofy. I'm married. There's still there's a, at least a third person on the world in the world on the got planet it. that has this combination of skills and look and personality. Got it. You didn't mean. I'm sorry. You didn't mean me. Um, you I don't know. know you man, were in like, the group. I wasn't just talking about you. Maybe it's like a real life Jessica Rabbit. You know, meets Roger Rabbit. Right? Like he makes me laugh. It's an old reference. Can you name that reference, Diesel? Isn't it Roger Rabbit? Didn't you say it? Yeah, but what's the what's the full title of the movie, what's right? What's the name of the movie? Oh, I got nothing. I thought it was Roger Rabbit. Oh, it's so close. Oh my There's God. words before Roger Rabbit. You haven't seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Uh, no. Then how do you... Okay. She's not bad. She's just drawn that way. Have you not gotten to it yet? Because you're working your way back <laughs> through the years? Or have you just skipped... Yes, just like all the other movies you guys tell me about. I'm right. working my way backwards. Okay. All right, the biggest game of the college football weekend belongs to Is the Big Roger Ten. Rabbit? Yeah, that's the name. Yeah, Roger no. Rabbit 4. <laughs> number two, Ohio State travels to Happy Valley to take on number 13, Penn State. Now, the Buckeyes have beaten the Nittany Lions five straight times. Buy or sell, Ohio State continuing their dominance over Penn State. Bye. Bye. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can we go back to Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Of course. Do you know what it's about? No, not at all. You love it. It's a world where cartoons and real people live together. Yeah. And a detective who doesn't like cartoons because one of them killed his brother has to work with Roger Rabbit to solve a mystery. Why? Because somebody framed him. Who? We don't know. Who framed Roger Rabbit? That's the question and the title. Now, this might be a painful question to ask. Where does Roger Rabbit come from? Is it just a cartoon before it was a movie? When you... No, he was... he was, And it's the only movie, I think, ever where Disney and the Looney Tunes characters, like, all... They, they come together. It's everybody's in there. Toonland. Or Toonville. Disney or, and the Looney Tunes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like everybody... It's, it's awesome, dude. What are we talking here? Like early 90s? Yeah. Ooh, that is it? I'm going to go 95. I'm going to guess 95. Oh, I think it's older than that. You think it's 80s? I think it is. I think it's late 80s. Who framed Roger Rabbit? There's a Who Framed Roger Rabbit too. That's a that's a shame. 1988. Right. So good at this. You are good at that.
I'd say you could watch it. You could watch it now because it is a there's a scary little bad guy in there. A little twisty twist. Twisty twist. Got it. You know what's another good movie from this time frame? Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy? Yeah, with um, Warren Beatty's Dick Tracy. And the cast is insane. There's all sorts of famous people in it. That was a good movie. I remember liking that as a kid. Who framed Roger Rabbit 2? Are Rise we having the... three different conversations here? There's a, new, there's a new Roger Rabbit that came out on September 14th. Do we know about this? Is that two or three? Number two. It looks like. Wow. That's a long break between for a sequel. Directed by Ro- Robert Zemeckis and Steven Spielberg. How come I haven't even heard of this? Maybe it's that bad. Sounds like a super short movie review on Monday. Good. Will you actually watch it? You oh, watch no. I meant, I meant first, you. First, though. <laughs> I meant you. All right. I'm going to get to some uh, some NBA here while you guys research more movies that you liked from the late 80s. A day after the Lakers started 0-4 on their young season, LeBron James took to Instagram and posted a video of him dunking with the caption that said, quote, how long will you be taken for granted? Keep going, kid, with the magnifying glass and crown emojis. Buy or sell that this is LeBron James blaming his Laker teammates for the team's slow start. It's not easy to buy or sell when you're, when you're researching Roger Rabbit, too. Um, but buy. Buy. This is the thing about LeBron. I had this talk with a with a Lakers person the other day. When things go badly, he pulls people down. There's a gravitational force for him that's that's positive and negative, and it's been rare that it's happened. But he is he just creates so much angst and frustration. Going to social media like LeBron did is that worse? I mean, we've been getting on Aaron Rodgers all week about his leadership skills or lack thereof. Is what LeBron did worse than what Aaron Rodgers did? I think it's similar, although I think the impact is smaller five games into a season than it is in an NFL season. There's only 17 games. All right, let's close it out with some baseball here. Game one of the World Series gets underway tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern in Houston as Aaron Nola goes for the Phillies while Justin Verlander goes for the Astros. As we mentioned earlier in the show, the Astros look to remain perfect in these playoffs, having won all seven of their games thus far. Buy or sell the World Series going at least... Six games. I mean, you and I know. We know a Philly's going to win six or seven, so bye. Bye. Bogey. Whatever. Do we think the Astros are going to sweep this thing? Is that where you're coming from? No, they're not going to sweep. No, I had them in six. I got them in six. Six, all right. We got to get to the bottom of of Fruit Frame Roger Rabbit 2. We also have to do Bum of the Week. That probably takes uh, priority, so we'll get to that after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogush. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Happy Friday. Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. This season, for the very first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free, Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, the International Series, Holiday Triple Headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, all sponsored by AutoZone. It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone fixed finder service. It'll help you through the likely cause of your life for free. Restrictions apply. Get on the zone AutoZone. Could you have named this song if you hadn't had to go grab it? <laughs> Do you want a confession? Yeah. Uh, I searched the name of this song, Redbone, and uh, there's a few artists who have uh, the same title song. I took a shot in the dark that this is what you meant. Why didn't you just ask me? Um, I don't know. I'm a weird guy. I don't respond yeah. to text messages, and uh, I don't ask questions when I probably should. a great song that's honestly why i made sure i had the right one before we uh started the show today so that i didn't play some random song and you were like what are you playing what are the other red bones is there like a country music oh they're the they're old songs so i knew i had a pretty good shot with this one but i was not 100 percent sure Do you know who childish gambino is i've heard of him yeah yeah that dude is talented You should win. Let's do Bum of the Week. Hallelujah. I'm a bum. All he's doing is a whole lot of damn nothing. I'm a bum. You rotten bum! I'm a bum. You're a bunch of bums. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. Who's the bum this week? Let's find out on Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. All right. Do you want me to do the show people first or the non-show people? You tell me, Diesel. Uh, do the non-show people first. Kirk Ferentz is uh, nominated. I'm glad he lives in, a, lives in all of that loser's life. Okay, cool, buddy. Good stuff. The entire Lakers organization is nominated because they're on four and they're the Lakers. I mean, you got to nominate Russell Westbrook. It's one of the worst shooting performances in terms of three-point shooting in NBA history to start a season. Aaron Rodgers is nominated. Who's going to bench everybody and everyone is to blame but me, basically. That's Aaron Rodgers. Um, who else? Anybody else before I get to the three of us? Uh, I know we did the Lakers, but I'm going to uh, specifically say LeBron James for going on IG Ooh. and uh, and basically throwing his teammates under the bus. I think Russell Wilson for being a goofball, doing the exercises. I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. Um, Bogus is nominated for his, despite massive talent-like ability, his inability to admit he's wrong. He's wrong. He got it wrong. Yeah, he got to, it wrong. To, uh, to piggyback off of that one, why not Bill Belichick for the way he's handled his two quarterbacks? Well said. Well done. Well done. You're nominated, Tom. <sighs> so many reasons. For which well, let's, reason? <laughs> let's focus in 
on the fact you won't respond to text messages if you don't understand them, including from your radio host. Well, it's because I take a minute because I probably should know what you're talking about, and I don't. So 24 if I, hours ain't a minute. So if I quickly respond with, like, a question mark, like, Bill, what are you talking about? And you respond back with, you're the producer of the show. How do you not know what I'm talking about? It's better just, it's, dude, it's just better to, like, okay. And I'm definitely nominated because I thought and still think Jalen Brunson would be a massive bust for the Knicks. And after four games, Knicks fans are ready to crown him MVP. Of the, you know, I'm getting a lot of blowback on Twitter. But we're going to put a pause in everything. We'll just see what happens. It's a tough one for me. It really is. But you know what? Because nepotism is so insidious. Because places that worship and love college football deserve competence from everyone that is a part of those high-pressure, high-reward, high-consequence programs like the University of Iowa. Because Kirk Ferentz isn't just shielding his son. He's now insulting actually hardworking people who earn their jobs, who are pointing out the obvious. Kirk Ferentz, you rich, incompetent son, protecting, nepotism-inducing Iowa head coach. You're the bum of the week, bro. That's your bum of the week. I detest you! On Lighter Than You. I'm not sure what's going on with Roger Rabbit, too, by the way. It, it, it didn't come out. Target information, is it really happening? A lot of big stars in it, though. If that's to be believed. I allegedly, can't get... allegedly. Yeah. Can't get the confirmation. We got to get you to, dude, you got to watch, you and your wife will like it. It's well, it's a great movie, it's classic. Watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and then do a review on Monday. 20 years, in the more than 20 years. How many years is that? 34, it's the same year four, I was born. Yeah. 34 years in the making. Let's go. What are the percentage odds that you're, that you're going to do that? Now, it's been a while since you've seen this movie. Is that accurate? I probably saw it in the last 10 years. Does this movie hold up? Yes. Am I going to watch this movie and just be like, Bill, why did you make me do this? I mean, I think it holds up. But that's part of what you have to explore for the audience as you <sighs> prepare for Who Framed Roger Rabbit 2. Allegedly. Allegedly. Aaron Rodgers is going to be 3-5? and five? I think he is. At the end of the when we come back on Monday, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are going to have the same record. Unbelievable! It is a worse division, at least that Tom Brady's competing in, as our friend Nick Costos reminded us. Uh, Commanders, Cardinals, Broncos, moneyline parlay, twelve to one from our guy Costos. I'm on it. See what happens. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Nick. Thank you to the Boganator. Thank you to Pretty Daddy. I'm Sweet Willie. Have a great weekend. Thank you for being here. Hopefully, Roger Rabbit 2 is a real thing. Who from Roger Rabbit 2? Thanks for listening to CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 